Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Giuseppe Labutino, and Tom Stewart, with special guest, Alan Henderson. Oh, it's ridiculous. It is, yeah. Is that Bob McCall? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That was face. Oh, uh, I don't have the New Mutants by Bob McCall. That's. Oh, yes. Yes. Probably best prize. Seventy. All right. Alan, just seventy. Just seventy. Alan. Hi, nice to meet you. You all right? That's amazing. Think about reading all these. Yeah. That is just. Well, it's weird because there's another guy, again, one of the things of being a comic art fan is you can actually, you know, I didn't say that, the way. Way. and there's a guy in the States, and I actually bumped into him in New York at a, pre one of the New York shows, and uh-huh. we were at a, an art gallery, and he was there, and I was like, I know who you are, <laughs> you don't know who I am, but we've got this thing in common, and yeah. it was kind of one of those weird conversations. But he was kind of looking at me going, I'm going to back away slowly. And <laughs> uh, so we're going to need you. to me. <laughs> so. Which one of Harlan's pages would you steal if you can get away with it? Oh, I've seen there far too many. I like. If you got the spike well, in the edge of the Batman. I would have to... Yeah, yeah. Tom's had the advantage of looking at the other stuff that's online that's true. that I didn't bring with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those, the, the ones he hasn't brought. <laughs> looking, at, looking at this, like he's brought. <laughs> what he hasn't realised is he's here, not in Edinburgh. Right, <laughs> 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 <I> Mike, get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Mike's not here maybe just, <laughs> just cut your piece <laughs> and take that. Yeah. And then, just when people my, want a piece, they'll my, cut it and they can take it. And then just sit and hold it. Huh. Sorry, why not? Well, what, the box. what one would you? What one would you want? Yeah, flan the box. David, sorry, what? What one would you want? Oh well, I'm thinking the Jim Aparo 
No, as I say, it's, it's one of those ones where there are times something like going, it, it's there to be enjoyed. And if yeah. it's sitting in a co- you know, yeah. sitting in a folder in my back bedroom, it's not really being true. Great to see, though. You, you've been yeah. collecting for years. Eh? Yeah, so I, as I say, I've got a bunch of stuff that's actually just in sketchbooks mm. as well. Um, and that goes all the way back to about 2002. Mm. Um, in terms of just... And those are the good days where you could go up to artists at cons and you can have a sketch and you say yes and you give you your book back and you walk away. No money needed to be exchanged. It's ridiculous. Mm. So Alan, just a question. So looking at your sporting engineer's nice moustache. Mm-hmm. So is it Sergio Aragonés? Yeah. Have you managed to meet him or get that sketch or something? So I met Sergio at the Lakes yeah. last year. Oh, oh, um, yeah, so did you? Yeah. And so I got a, a, a nice little drill of him, of him then, yeah. Which yeah. was a, you know, one mustachio man to another. Second, I want to see well. It's a bit. Yeah, I love the grooves and white on my favourite thing when I was growing up. Well, probably my favourite comic at one point, Groove and Wanderer. But, yeah, I just love this style. It's Dan's demo moment, is that? He's done lots and lots and lots and lots. Lots of stuff. Well, it's like for Mad Magazine. Yeah. That book that you gave me. I know. I'm sorry I gave you that now. I should have kept that. Thank you so much. I'll thank you all my life for it. What book was it? You gave me, you gave, gave it was me a the art of Sergio Aragonés. Oh, fucking hell, nice. Big hardcover. What, with did you kind of get bored of, of brilliance? <coughs> no, I bought it. Special. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you were thinking one of yours that you didn't No, want I kind of went, oh, you like that. And then I arrived and I looked at it and I thought, fucking hell, I like that. What's not to like for Sergio Aragonés, honestly? I'm committed in my mind. a quick trip down to the... The garage and go, here's a bunch of flowers. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Is it, is it, uh, is it still in print? Yeah, is it still in print? I don't know. I'll, I'll check. Yeah, I'll it, bring it next week. Yeah, that'd be nice to see, yeah. Okay, let's just start with me. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the cover there. <laughs> nice. And you go for She Hulk. Is she called Hulka? And it's been. Holka, oh brilliant! Yeah, and it's pretty. They just Holka, brilliant. Holka, that's it. She Hulk. Um, now leaving that apart, this the the cover. Um, when She Hulk joined the Fantastic Four in the eighties, when John Byrne was the creator, of, well, was the the creator of the, those comics at that time, he incorporated She Hulk into the the team. Um, and then that's the way I discovered she I knew that there was a comic before that, because uh, I remember some kids' school, uh, there was one of my friends there, that he, he had some of the Hulk comics, and they had the She-Hulk, first She-Hulk adventures, as a, like a complement or supplement to it. Um, but generally, the stories itself, they were quite, there was not much depth about it, and then the Hulk, this, what? The She-Hulk? Well, the She-Hulk, really. Yeah, it was the cousin of Bruce Banner. He got a blood transfusion from him. And then she acquired the powers of, mm-hmm. of the Hulk. 
but without losing the intelligence, etc. etc. So there wasn't very much a part of that, really, as far as I remember. Dave, you can. I like that kind of torn. The torn, the, the, no, the torn, the torn. I must not. You like that? Yeah. Okay. I think they just made that up in order to. To figure it out, some, any company can come around and make Mrs. Hulk, you know, yeah. and they wouldn't be able to stop them. So they yeah. wouldn't realise that they quickly. Because they did not, not to lose the, the rights of a possible female version of the Hulk. Because they did Spider Woman at the same That's time. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmen Infantino. How, how many did, years after did she appear? From the original Hulk. It's like late 70s, wasn't it? Late 70s, yeah. Not, not being a Marvel kid as such, but mm. yeah, it'd be that sort of period because all yeah. the. Books were getting redone at that point with, as you say, let's, let's just use gender swaps with regard to all the things, or yeah. introducing a, a female spider, version yeah. of Okay, Spider-Man yeah. and she yeah, that was late 70s when that right. happened, yeah. pretty sure. But I like, I like, well, I discovered she through the Fantastic Four, and then I like what John Byrne did with the collection, the CD the collection, where it was more of a comedy, and he wasn't taking himself seriously. And yeah, there were covers where She-Hulk would appear in the cover and they say, if you don't buy this comic, I'm going to rip all your X-Men comics. Oh. Things like that. Always, there was breaking always the fourth wall. Yeah. And that's what I really enjoyed of the series. And and She-Hulk would talk to you. you know, and oh, she'd yeah. do that through the comic as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, would, she would talk to you as the reader and say, you know, do you think this is serious? Like, honestly, what, what, come on, George, why are you... Drawing me like that with a bikini, come on, you know, I'm an intelligent woman, I'm a lawyer, etc. etc. So it was all the the jokes and the puns from that point of view. <laughs> uh, and I always been a fan of John Byrne. So to me she hope was the, the choice. I really thought about it many things. I thought about Electra. Mm -hmm. But there's Electra, yes, really good, but there's not much depth no. into the actual character of Electra. And they're they from Miller. And I thought about the characters like from DC, Wonder Woman, Lois Lane. There we go. Um, but I decided, no, I'm gonna go Marvel, which is my kind of. In, in, in that She Hulk run by Byrne, there is one of. I mean, it's an, if you can ever get it, it's an amazing issue. I think it's number 50, which was basically Byrne's last issue where he'd said he was going to leave the title and move on to something else. So for the 50th issue, again, it's all about, she's then really upset that he's basically ditching it. But what they actually yeah. did, they got a who's who of artists to come yes. in and run that episode. Run that yes. Because it's like, who's going to replace? So you've actually got Miller in there doing, and she's walking around going, why am I getting soaked in the rain? Because all that in like the Sin City style, where everything's coming through. Like, yeah. What is this all about? The, oh, that's all. Yeah, yeah well, you, get, you get really Dave Gibbons, Fran Miller, yeah. Wendy Pini. The Pini, where they actually said, I am not the pixie. It's that sort of stuff where it's yeah. like, no, because it was all the, the ElfQuest stuff that they were. Yeah. So it's brilliant as an episode of just, just episode flip that, where it's just, and it's a who's who of. And it was a, a, a page each that would do it. Couple, oh, yeah, couple like pages, that. Yeah, and it was, as I say, it's that whole say <laughs> so yeah, City style, and it is that she's just absolutely peed off that she's getting soaking wet. But of course, every Sin City page looks exactly like that. It's yeah. raining all the time, and she's like, "Oh, I can't, you know, we can't go oh, forward like this because I'm just going to get cold all the time." That's <laughs> and what, you know, then the Wendy Pini one, yeah. 
And that's what I like of it because it was bro- Simon as well. There is a sign, yeah, yeah. The Simon Son, the Gibbons, look. Mm. Where is? <laughs> it was like a Thor <laughs> version. It's the you know. So it's, it's, why am I stomping yeah. everywhere? That's like it was an interesting, uh, an interesting, an interesting number. I can see why you liked it. I like, mm. I like the series, mm. and because it didn't take itself seriously, but at the same time, you know. It, John Byrne was trying to to get the character, you know, more well known. And there was depth. He said, "Well, you know, I think there's something we can do here." And the matter of fact is, years later, then they did Deadpool, and what Deadpool has done and is doing even more is this sort of stuff. Okay, exaggerated, more violent, you know, but that that was to me that was the origin of it. Right, yeah. of, in, a, in a way, in a way, Deadpool's doing nothing that Lobo <coughs> didn't do in the nineties. Well, exactly. Yeah. Lobo. Lobo. No, no, yeah, I agree with you. I've got some, but I've never read it. But yeah, that's the. Is it worth a good read? Is it good? Uh, Parts of it. Um, the one that's definitely worth reading is The Ultimate Wisdom of Lobo, which is a completely blank book that came with them in the slipcase. When they did a slipcase edition of the, uh, the original Lobo miniseries, The Last of Zarian, and I think it was Lobo's greatest hits in terms of just collecting his stuff from Legion. They put in an extra prestige format book in the slipcase, and everyone was like, "Oh, we must get this!" And it was the, com- the complete collected wisdom of Lobo. And you opened it, and it's blank. <laughs> right. What? Absolutely blank. What a bastard! And everybody was like, "Surprise! I spent all this money to get this book, and there's nothing in it." Yeah. Nice, nice, nice trick. Who were some of your runners up again? Electra mm-hmm. was one of them, and then I was thinking about look at that. Lois Lane or yeah, yeah, but Wonder Woman. Lois Lane, and then it came to me. Oh, what about Catwoman? What about who's that? Catwoman. Oh uh, yeah, she yeah. was on my list as well, but didn't quite. But I haven't quite do it. Yeah, I mean the only Catwoman I read has been through the Batman comics. I haven't yeah. read any of Catwoman series or comics, yeah, so I don't know. But yeah. See, it's just Michelle Pfeiffer for me. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> okay. I'll take that, that's it. And maybe a bit of, um, what's her name from Howard 66? No, Howard Berry. That's what you have for Samson. Oh, yeah, that's a cat. <sighs> she was cut. The Vaughn. The Vaughn de Carlo? Yeah. Was oh, so he Vaughn de Carlo? <coughs> no, the no. actress. The actress who played her in Batman. Yeah, I can't remember. It'll come back to me. But, yeah, that was about as far as Calvary made it for me. Aside from that, no, it's okay. Sorry, I'm I'm back up. Oh Julie, yeah, Julie Newman. Julie there Newman. we go. Ah, Thank you. Yep. Julie Newman. What film's that? That's the original Batman, Batman series. TV show. Adam West. Oh, from then. All oh, right. Few different Calvary. So. What was your <coughs> favourite? My favourite is... His mum. I swear to God, Calvin's mum. Oh. It's stupid. <laughs> Calvin's mum. Yeah. Calvin's mum. She's absolutely brilliant. Really? Why? She's just brilliant. She's she's the one that has the jokes a lot of the time. Yeah. Especially between... If you if you see, like, the mum and dad sitting in bed, it's hard that gets the punchline. Right. Like, he'll, he'll set up the joke, but she gets the punchline every right. time. And she's the one who kind of sets Calvin up a lot of the time when it's they, they two as well. Alright. Um, she's fantastic. She's absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no other way, there's no 
there's no other person to do it. I've got a whole load <coughs> of people that I was going through, and I'm, you know, I'm picking apart all the all the female characters out of Peanuts, and uh, I went up to Wicked Divine, and I'm like, oh, Lucy from yeah. Wicked Divine's amazing, and I really like her, but she's, you know, although I only read the first two. Um, Got Mike's choice of Big Barda and stuff like that. <laughs> Big, Big Barda, Mister <laughs> <laughs> Miracle. Yeah. Big like, Barda, brilliant. I like a bit of Batgirl. Um, this uh, this Batgirl Burnside was really nice as well. It's not a woman. Um, I like this sort of costume redesign and whatnot as well. And uh, you know your lead character from uh, strong female protagonist and everything and Bone as well. Oh, yeah. it wouldn't be Bones anything without. Yeah, Rose. Uh, mm -hmm. But when I it comes down to it, it's Calvin's mum. Calvin's mum. It's weird because she's mom. possibly the least dark character in Calvin Hobbes. Mm -hmm. Given that it's an exceptionally dark comic strip. But it's so good. Oh no, it, it's, it's amazing. So but the thing is, <laughs> for, for all the humour that's in it, it, it is very, very dark. And as is Peanuts as well, in terms of a lot of the stuff. Mm -hmm. but, and a lot of the, the female characters in Peanuts, are, again, are actually quite dark mm -hmm. um, in terms of like, humour content it's because it's at the end of the day it's like it's because it's um, a lot of these strips are done by like solitary middle aged men sitting doing these strips so there's like a, a sudden there'll be a, a twist that comes yeah, over so in their someone head someone in their penguins and someone in their own I feel admit that the penguin is very cynical in, in terms of his approach as well. But um, but no, it, 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 just think, you know, obviously there's a lot of stuff in, in Peanuts where it is all about how depressed this Charlie Brown yeah, in terms of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to think of Calvin and Hobbes, the fact that it starts from the premise of saying that this kid has so few friends yeah. that he's decided to bring his stuffed toy to work. Mm -hmm. right? um, now, the dad in Calvin and Hobbes is equally quite downtrodden and... Mm -hmm. Workaday stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it's it, it's amusing from that perspective that the, the one positive character in that that, that family setup is is the mum. She's a uh, yeah yeah that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. But she's just I don't know just some of the just even the way he draws her sometimes just those sort of like knowing looks at him like oh god like shut up you know. Um, or when she's absolutely screaming at him, you know. It's the fact he can do it with so few He's just marks on the page, that's what... It's criminal. <coughs> I just absolutely, criminal. absolutely adore Bill Watson. Absolutely adore him. I can't get enough. But, he's a genius. Yeah, but uh, honestly, sifting through this whole pile, and I'm literally going, I'm writing out a list of all these characters and I'm going through all these superheroes like Ms. Marvel and everything as well and original Carl Danvers Ms. Marvel when she started as well and Power Girl and um, Supergirl, um, Black Canary, Betty Ross, Karen Page, Black Widow, uh, Sue Storm, George Anderson, uh, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, Mary Jane, Aunt May, you know the big heavy hitters. Mary Jane, yeah. Um, when it's Daisy. But at the end of the day, I think she totally takes it. But then this is this is one of my all time favourites. Oh, I like how you picked her out. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 something I read every day without fail. And it's because 
it's so easy to get their strips online. Funny what Alan was saying though about being dark. When I when I read it, I I didn't pick up that. No, no, you don't. It's not. It's just with the peanuts. Uh, you know, there's a lot of darkness in peanuts. It's, well. it's peanuts kind of peanuts there for you to see that. In the peanuts is a bunch of kids with mental health yeah. issues. Every single one of them. <laughs> well, Hobbs, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Hobbs, I thought was quite actually deep, but not dark. At times, you used to start from that premise of going that this kid is so alone. Yeah, but I'd I'd not heard that before. I'd never heard of it framed in that way, like you said. Where, um, I mean, is that the premise that he's so lonely that that that? Because I was just thinking, oh, that's just what every kid would do. He'll bring his toy to life if he can. But it's the fact that he then goes on and he doesn't play with Susie and he doesn't get on with the babysitter and he doesn't, you know, and it is just right. what builds from that. Ah, but, right, and, okay. and right, there's nothing wrong from it seeing it's that perspective, but it has to start from that that level of darkness because it can then go with all the humour sits on top of it. But most of the comic strips of that nature are of that space, you know, Penis we've talked about. If you go to Dilbert, Dilbert's really dark in terms of its cynicism. That's what I'm reading at the moment. That's what I like a lot of. A lot of that it is just them taking lumps out of each other in terms of its departments and stuff. Because I was thinking the only woman I could think of, because I'm reading Dilbert at the moment, is her who can't control her, uh, you know, she basically can't suffer fools. Mm -hmm. She's the woman with the like, the triangular outlet, yeah. But a lot, as I say, a lot of Fred Bassett's another one, which is really quite depressing because ah, it's just not the, Fred Bassett. It's the um, Bassett Hound dog based one, which again, oh, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's quite right, yeah. you know, it comes from that position of going, you've got that level of cynicism that you can then play off to. to it's a guy with a flat cap and you can't see his eyes, that's Andy Cap. That's Andy Cap. Which again is a story about an alcoholic wife beater, but you know, oh, that's <laughs> right. I've got a <laughs> <laughs> that has a lot of humour that goes in. It's, actually, he usually never gets beat up by her, but it's, it's, it's alcoholic with, with uh, social abuse or uh, family abuse. Yeah, you want to pick either. through a lot of these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you start picking them up, yeah. if you don't take them at face value, a lot of the time you can get to yeah. these kind of things. Well, um, Batman, I mean, he's a, there's he's no, a yeah. sociological psycho. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Batman. 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 Yeah. Nuts. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. There's, um, well, they are pretty nuts, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But there was um, there was loads more that I was going through, like so. I mean, you look at like the Beano and the Dandy and stuff as well. Like, you've got like many of the Knights, Battle of Peril and stuff like that. Um, you've got Ma Brun and stuff as well uh, with the Bruins. Oh yeah, I've never read it. Um, you know, there's loads of them. We didn't get it in blood. I know. I know. I think you did. But just nobody could fucking understand it. <laughs> no, it was it was never sold. Really? I never once saw it in the shop. Because it was its own thing, wasn't it? I thought DC Thompson would have still tried to peddle it. Nah. They may have done, and then realised that they weren't selling. Mm. And then by the time I was buying them in the late 70s, whatever, it was like, there weren't any on the shelves. Yeah. It was just being on it, done it. And fun to Canada and getting my cousins in Canada to try to read it out loud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that wouldn't go too well. Um, Help me, Bob! <laughs> but yeah, feel free to dig through, have a look if you want to go through some of these as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, it still comes down to Calvin's mum for me. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, I read, I read Calvin and Hobbes every day because they do the strips on uh, the Twitter feed. There's an official one and then there's an unofficial one. Um, and they just 
the unofficial one's better because it actually follows the storyline. So it does them From completely sequentially. Yeah, it does like mm. one strip and then the next day you'll get the next part of that story. Or you'll get two in one day sometimes. Have they got the right to do that? Who, 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 who? It's an unofficial just kind of fan page. It doesn't... Oh, right. It's just yeah, they're not, they're not like... Um, not making any well, money off of it or anything. Yeah, theoretically, but then I suppose if you get loads of followers, maybe you are in a way. Not necessarily. Not if you do it as a if you don't do it as a business page. I think. You know? So how long was the output produced over? How many years was it? Uh, is it? Well, I want to say ten years. Yeah. Ten years. Yeah, because the collection itself only collects ten years, like the big uh, four, yeah. four or five um, leather bound. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Let let it not on us. Yeah, there's a big ones. Yeah, the huge ones, big brown ones. But they're actually dirt cheap now. Yeah. They used to be loads of money and now they're only like thirty, forty quid. For the oh, whole right. collection. Yeah. Oh, so it'd be worth actually now be the time to get it. <coughs> actually if you what, can get also is that heavy one though is it's not easy to read. No, it's no, no, it's huge. It's a, <clears throat> either you need a table in front of you or Oh right! There's it's not a it's in a bed before you go. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's, you, get, you get these. <laughs> you're gonna crush yourself. It's one of those. Like, you definitely get these for that. Which right. Is, which is what you, yeah, you'd wake up thinking you're having a heart attack. You know, this is heavy weight on my chest. It's cabin. It is. It's it's that dark stuff weighing on me. It's definitely a, it's definitely more a shelf piece. Right. It's a show off kind of thing. But it's it's mm. so it's all in one. Leather bound. No, no it's, it's three books. All oh, right. Yeah, What's there is a fourth in the collection, but I think I think the fourth one is all like words from and stuff like that, and essays and shit like that. But I can't remember. Essays about it. I, I I think it's something like that, or there's like by the it takes or something. I don't know. There's loads yeah. of different. There's been a number of the world's first. Um, <laughs> Theoretical studies and academic studies of it for a long period of time as well. It was the only book, so it was the only comic book that was held in Edinburgh University Library reading room, as it was one of the ones that you couldn't check out. Ah, you could really? only read it in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because too many people were clearly nicking it. Yeah, going away with, with it. Which yeah. one? Covenant. Oh, collection. Yeah, I'm sure it was held as part of the Divinity set as well, which was even funny. It's amazing, but um, yeah, you can get them. The ones, oh, these ones, you can get them dirt cheap on eBay. Oh my god. Yeah. Go on eBay, people are selling them for like 99 pence, yeah. free postage. Which is, this is the only one I've actually. Free postage? Got. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. the fuck did they do that? I don't know. Just, uh, I mean, literally, there's... they're selling it for like 10 pence. So. You'll, you'll get places like World of Books and stuff all day. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, they'll have numerous copies yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yes. Dave, what's your favourite female comic book character? Well, yeah, She Hulk and Spider Man. And Big Bartham is great. So what is that? Is she in there? Let's see what all the fuss is about with Big Barda. What the fuss bear, about Big Barda? Yeah, Mike kicks up one hell of a fuss about Big Barda. Yeah, Mike likes a bit of it. Oh, yeah. All the female furies. Big Barda. You can see how if she was cast by the right woman, you'd be like, oh, I look at. Well, G what was it? GLI had a <laughs> had a page of her like coming out the shower on the telephone or something. So. Oh. I think every teenage boy at that point went, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> He's so dramatic, Kirby, and he looks. Yeah, it's great. They're just like, oh. they're always halfway like, that's what the fuck he needs. Woof. Really, she's the dramatic character in the, the couple. Yeah, because, you know, it's almost her 
Yeah, because Mr. Miracle, he's, he's the kind of... He stood off to the side going, what happened? Pardon, you know? Yeah. Well, again, it's, it's an interesting thing in terms of how they took forward the, the new gods at that point, about saying, so if we're going to put a group together that are the fighting force for the, the, the head protagonist and actually choose to make them all female. That in itself yeah, was quite, huge, yeah. um, you know, and look at Barbara coming out of that in terms of that. You know, so that was an interesting, you know, push forward in terms of the dynamic of the. When was that? Early seventies. Early seventies. You Kirby piece. I wonder whether that was an organic thing that they chose to do. That's Kirby all the way. Creatively, rather than it being this kind of shamed enforcing of of. He with that he was working now. on his own. It was his idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I mean. That's yeah. that's great. That's good, and that's a positive thing, rather than kind of being shamed into having to do fulfil this or tick that box or whatever. Yeah. And fair whether play, whether it could be that was his choice or not. I don't know, but it, it's certainly from that perspective, yeah. we're putting it forward that way, and the whole granny goodness piece that actually sit at the top of that, running it. It was a whole female set of characters that were just said by the way these are all badass and are going to be able to stand up against the new gods as they stand they just happen to be female whatever deal with it move on yeah, yeah. Mm. I have to mention Love and Rockets as well mm -hmm. oh why Luba 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 Maggie Maggie Penny there's loads of them in that mm -hmm. Why was it Luba that was the first one that rolled off the tongue though? Well, it didn't roll off my tongue first, I don't think. Hmm? Tom said it first. Oh, was it Tom yeah. that. Oh, I right. Oh. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so that was good. Luba. Luba was great. Oh, yeah. She is great, yeah. Yeah. Like a Mother Earth goddess, isn't she? And a lot of times in, in, uh, in Hate, Peter Bag, Lisa. His girlfriend Lisa was more interesting than him a lot of the time. You know, because he was your usual. Well, I don't want to disparage it because I love it. But he was like, you understood him. He was a guy in his 20s, guns guy. You know, he didn't know quite what he was doing with his life. He was annoyed at all his pals and all the usual kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas Lisa was just all over the place. She didn't know where the hell she was <laughs> coming from at any point, you know. She had some great stories on that. You got insight into her sex drive and all that, which was which was good. I remember some some guy turned up that used to know Buddy, and Lisa just took a shine to him, you know. And then of course they were at it, you know, when when Buddy was coming out. And I remember that the issue sort of came in and she was like, oh, I, I do love Buddy, you know, I'll, I'll stick with Buddy, yeah. And then just like, I never want a really good see into a phone. The guy again, <laughs> and that was how it ended. She's like, "Oh, buddy, hasn't done me like this for years," you know. That was the the thought. <laughs> she was good, and then later, on, I remember she wanted to join a, a she joined a band and everything, and there was a whole issue about that. And then, but then the singer was turned out to be potty. You know, I don't know. She was a really good character as well. I thought Lisa. Was she, was she throughout the whole thing? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the start, it was it was Lisa and and Val. He was kind of on and off with both of them, but then he moved in with Lisa. Mm. And you know, I can't actually remember if they got married or not, but certainly 
stayed together and had a cab and everything. So I'm trying to remember. It was um it was uh, Harvey Peacar's Mrs. in American Splendor. Sometimes. I can't remember it being in a lot. No. Well that one they did where he had cancer. Mm-hmm. She had a mm-hmm. part in that, big part in that. In fact, she sort of came into the. It was written by her and him, wasn't it? Yeah. When you had cancer. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> it's all like the really early stuff I remember before she even appeared. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. So I don't know who else there's, there's loads. <coughs> there must be loads. Have you got a definitive favourite? I don't think so. That was what I was going to say. Is that well, yeah, when when you when you came up that She-Hulk as being their number one, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, immediately thought, I don't think I've got a number one. I've not thought about it and landed on one. Because I, I did that, Tom. I, mean, I did a big list, and I was coming with things from mm. Marvel, from DC, from yeah. Europe as well, like Adele Blancek, mm-hmm. for example, Chihuahua, Druna, you know. or Chihuahua Pearl from Druna. Blueberry Comics, oh or, or even Marjane Satrapi, because she's the she's the main character in her own comic mm-hmm. book, Persepolis. A lot, uh, a lot of the, you know, so it's all So I was coming with with lots and lots of names. I said, well, yeah. if I need to choose one, I, I can. Mm. I need to choose one and Arisa, but there's so many, you know, yeah, you yeah. could you could go and and yeah, with Mariana Satrapi I thought, well, yeah, that's a real person and she's the creator, but she's also the character in the comic and, and she's yeah. Uh, yeah, there's very dark topics yeah. and themes going on the whole book, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of humour in it. Yeah. And is that I was similarly like, like that, I was thinking like Phoebe Glockner. You know, yeah. the whole story of her teenage life. But then I thought, well, it's kind of a character, but not really. Who's that, sorry? Yeah, this is this. Like it's a diary of a teenage girl. Have you read that one? It's good. It's worth a read. You know, <laughs> but, but Burton as well, you had um, Storm. Yeah. And, and Jean, Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Yeah, Heather had had some. Because he was a big, like that, he was a big character, in Alpha Flight, and she wasn't one of the superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she not? She took over, didn't she? Later she became, but yes. the John Byrne right. part of it. She was, yeah. she was the wife of one of them. That's right. Yeah, and, uh, and then he died. But then she was the kind of the common thread yeah. line for the whole series. Yes. Because you were following her and so that was quite interesting as well. I nearly chose that as well. But I don't know, I'm just gonna go for she yeah. I had to take a, a decision somewhere. <laughs> you see it? No, no. nothing. No even one off the top of your head. One on top of your well, head. Just <coughs> No, because it's just really Stupid young boy, so like Spider Woman and fucking Wonder Woman. <laughs> so what? So, yeah, but that's not. It's a great choice, though. Yeah, Spider Woman. Original. There's more to it than Malloy. It's also Wonder Woman. Stuff. Than, yeah. The things it's actually get back into the history of the Wonder Woman stuff, where really? it's really wacky. And oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but I'm saying that it, that's yeah. what I mean. It doesn't do it just because I've not read it. Yeah. So well, you, there's a film out recently that's got. Um, yeah. About the, the history of um, the. the 
William Marston, the, the, the produced it and stuff, and his wife and, and their his lover. lover. Uh, their lover. Oh yeah, sorry, their lover, that's right. Because it ends up that the two women end up living together after uh, after he dies. Um, but the whole backstory of him being into bondage or them being into bondage and stuff and how that actually creeped into the early comics. Oh. And the, the, the hawk stuff. 1940s comics, really you see. There's crazy. a lot of bondage. The, a lot. Yeah. The funny thing is, as well. That stuff would have been hot in them days. The, the funny thing with the, with the lasso of truth as well <coughs> is they were the inventors of the original uh, lie, lie detector, detector, but not the actual lie detector. Who it was? was he created the lie detector. Not the lie detector. He created the Marston something or other. It's, um, it's akin to. Yeah, it's, it was basically the predecessor to the lie detector. So they created the idea. They, they created the, 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 the lasso of patent the thing. So that was how the lasso of truth came into. Is because you know they were working on the on the. So how does that lasso now that we're on the way? How does that work? Does the person have to get whipped or just held no, by it? No, held. Lassoed by it. Tell me the fucking truth. Funnily enough, it's if you are in contact with it, or, or you've been trapped, you are compelled to tell the truth. Funnily enough, it's one of the very few Do things... Do you like this outfit? <laughs> it's one of the very, very few things that the Justice League, the newest film, got right. Is Aquaman at one point is sitting down, chatting to them all, but he's sitting on... The lasso of truth, and you don't know, and he starts just spouting off to them things, and he's like, "Oh, you're a dork," and he like, doesn't oh, know that he's on it. You know, he now. starts like looking at Wonder Woman, and be like, "You're hot, really hot," and he's like just spouting all this stuff off, and then eventually he gets up and he's like, "Oh my god, you know. oh, that's it's one of the very few things that they got right." He just, he's just that's funny. You know, <laughs> fuck man, you're really intense and shit like that. Um, yeah, yeah, but no, but I mean, I I wanted to be able to. She's a bit the only thing really just well. think outside the box and think of something a bit more. What about you, Alan? Yeah. So, so I had three in mind that where I was trying to come out from perspective of saying characters who I really like but they end up not necessarily recognising that they're female until you're going you sit down and think about it. So, oh, that actually is a female character. Okay. So the, the three that I had in mind that, that, that came to me that one was Rennie Montoya from. Um, the sort of Gotham Police Department piece again, mm -hmm. you know, key component there. Mm -hmm. I also had in mind um, Tara Chance from Coon and Country, mm -hmm. the, the old book there. Yep. Again, where it's very much you're like going, oh, yeah, it's a spy book about a spy who does things. Oh, it happens that she's female. Go, go find her. The only time that ever becomes important in the whole storyline is when she is pregnant in, in one of the, the later books. But the one I plunked on in terms of saying the favourite is Amanda Waller. From okay. Amanda Waller. Yeah. Because she is a, a character that holds together the universe in terms of the, the DC setup. She's arguably one of the most powerful characters in that in the DC world where it's all her power comes from knowledge and information and influence. And at no point do you go, oh, and by the way, she's a woman. Yeah. It's uh, you know, so very much that. that she? I don't have a... I don't have a so... Basically established as the head of the Suicide Squad or Task oh, X, right. and basically, so she she's the one that goes, "Yeah, I'm going to send you out on a mission, and I actually don't care if you come back or not." Oh right. Okay. And by the way, if you think you're going to run off, I put a bomb in your neck, and you're going to have your head blown off. So she's that badass and just doesn't care. She also she's one of the I don't know if it's still in continuity, but you know she knows who Bruce Wayne is, 
and you know, but doesn't actually tell anybody because again, the information is more powerful yeah. than actually. How tell does she, you how does she know? Or how did you come across that? It's a very good question. Because she has information about everyone. Yeah, I thought she's the whole a, point was she that knows she's just cursed with. All right, so you know, she, she mentioned it's she's not a, it's You've not seen how she knows that, but she's mentioned that she knows yeah, who Batman deep, is. So she's deep government state, right? Yeah. In terms of black ops, the full thing. Right. The main in black, thing, something thing, you know, agency. You know, black if information needs to be found out, it's been found out by fair means or foul. But and she's the she's man. She's <laughs> in that position to have she's that a, She's another her. one that's going to turn up in the later just to sneak into her house. Mm. And she's used very well in that. So you'll get to know then. Because we're going to the, the funny ones. Series, yeah. The funny ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, in, I thought she was already in one. Maybe, but she's got a bigger story. Oh, two, because the she the appeared with the Suicide Squad in the episode yeah. of Suicide Squad. That's right. Yeah. Briefly there. Yeah, but there, yeah, but there's a I bit remember they come later. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. She goes up against Max Lord and that yeah. set of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. If you're reading that where you've got Max Lord on one side, basically she's the antithesis of that. But running the, oh, the, right, the okay. black ops options, if you yeah. like. Cool. But again, to me, she's one of these people that holds together the whole DC universe. Did you read that series as well? <coughs> Justice League International. At the time, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that. I, I got introduced it through um, these guys. Fucking great. Well, it, it's when you when you want to move on to doing Europe as well, and uh, you've got to talk, touch on Antarctica at some point. Mm. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Is that too <laughs> with Gino? Oh, my heart. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's as good as it gets. Oh, yeah. Great. So, those were, that was, was my <coughs> thought process of how I went to. What was uh, the second one? Sorry, it's a Tara Chance. Tara Chance. Which is, is a Queen Country. If you've never, if you want to know how what a spy book should be, That's read hard. Queen and Country. Queen <gasps> Country. Um, I've just had one called Grave Rocker. Yeah. Really good. Do you know when I just thought of actually, I totally forgot about Velvet. Uh, Velvet, yeah. Oh, Velvet. That's straight out. That's fantastic. <coughs> yeah. Velvet's unbelievable. Okay. Velvet is published by Image. Right. They've done about 20. Um, no, 18 episodes. So I thought it was 18. Yeah, 18 episodes yeah. or so. Mm. Yeah. Um, they could but, do one. So you have these kick ass. A spy agent. Do you know what? Comes out of retirement to um, track down who? track down the bodies, mm-hmm. and it transpires it's, it's, it's a woman. Everyone thinks it's just the yes. imagine the Miss Money Penny. Yeah, actually she was a field agent. Right. She was younger, and she is just it's fantastic. She, she just fall in love with the character. You know and it's all based kind of in the 60s okay. sort of yeah. era. And the art is just beautiful and the, it's really good. I watched it's great. I watched Atomic Blonde not that long ago and it's very similar. Very similar. Hmm. Um, but that is an entirely different book all in itself as well. Yeah, Coldest City. Uh, well, well, so Cold, Atomic Blonde is not bad. Coldest City is a brilliant book. Yeah. The relationship between the film and the book is pretty limited. Yeah. <laughs> Atomic, <laughs> I would recommend the book. Um, Atomic Blonde, the film, is, is the kind of same kind of premise as Velvet, except Velvet's done a heck of a lot better. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, she just like the 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 way she's written and everything is just fantastic. She's she's effectively just James Bond, but if James Bond didn't have any sort of limits, he has sort of limits in a way. Whereas she just keeps going. She's like a fucking she's like a train. She just absolutely powers through everybody. Anybody tries to. Uh, but she has, but she has no option because I yeah, mean, she has to find. In this story, it's very, very clear. You know, it's no, it's not. This is not based in 2018. This is based mm. in the 1960s. Mm. Women are not meant to be agents. <clears throat> Women are not meant to be, you know, the ones that actually take the action, do this and do that. They are not meant to be the leaders. So, he always the writer goes back to that point and says, "Well, remember this. Mm. This is the strength of the character." And she just goes through and says, you know, I own my own. I have to do this because no one is going to give me anything. Because that's one thing that's totally lost with the Tony Blonde is the fact that it's actually set in the early 80s. Yeah, they don't really play on that enough to, to draw out. Well, in the, cold, in the, the Coldest City book is really drawn out that the fact that the, the settings of that are much better and much clearer in terms yeah. of that. Well, so in the comic, it's with Velvet, you're always reminded in, in a way that you have... And you think about, oh, you, wait a second, you know, you were looking in the 1960s, this is completely different. Mm. The, 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 the appreciation of that a woman could be a professional, never mind an agent for the government here, never mind a super spy, I mean, that just is, you know, yeah, it's just, in, just impossible, but it's, it works through that very yeah, well. A lot, of, a lot of people... And she it. manipulates, and yeah. she uses that, in the same way that James Bond would do, mm-hmm. She uses that accordingly and properly, and, and because she has the object in in in, in there inside, and she says, "Well, you know, I need to do this because there's also that thing of like she she literally in that book she cannot trust a single person. Exactly, it's on her own. Yeah, it's fantastic. Really, really good. Absolutely love it. Yeah. So there you are. <coughs> Halo Jones. Halo Jones. Mm. Martha Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's sci-fi. Can we can we ask Alan questions now about husband? Oh yeah, go for it. If you want to? <laughs> 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 well, how, how did you get into comics? Alan? How did I get into comics? Yeah. Um, well, right. So uh, comics have just always been yeah. there in the background for me. I was given them as a child, and therefore. Yeah. I had my dandy, had my vino, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then over time that progressed to what was at the time the science fiction bookshop in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, Great. And I slowly started building up the comic collection that way. Mm-hmm. Started attending conventions and, and uh, there's a really group of us from Edinburgh that used to go down to uh, Bristol as it was at the time and various other shows and, and things. And slowly but surely we decided, oh, you know what, actually you could be on the other side of the table if you wanted to do some of the, you know, our own small press stuff. Um, now my art background isn't that deep or detailed, but uh, I, I found a, a means that worked for me and, and started doing the Penguin stuff. And here we are five and a half years later with it going out on a daily basis. So it was more like just that sort of natural progression of being fan moved to doodler moved to the putting it out there. So you had them drawn as a kid. 
Well, yeah, just you know, as, as I didn't, I, I did technical drawing as my sort of specialty in terms of right. arts training in terms of at school and that. Right. I didn't really do art, but I was other than up to forty or whatever. You what know, Reinforced concrete detail in all sorts. I'm a mathematician by trade. Ah, uh, <laughs> so no, I did so I did civil engineering, so uh, I've done technical well, design yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So I did I did a little bit of architecture at the uni. Ah, and right, okay, and cool. Stuff. Um, so I moved on that route. So I'm not, you know, I'm not. I, right. I didn't go and do art at uni or ah, okay. anything like that. But it isn't so, like you just picked up. No, no, no. I, I, the pen then, no, like you I, I do all this idea and, right, stuff. Yeah. And as I say, it, it, it was just a case of finding a. <laughs> an outlet and approach with regard to delivering it yeah and then what I've then done is I've moved through the Penguin piece I've established a means by which I can can draw the penguins quite easily and quickly mm-hmm. I've created essentially an alphabet of bodies faces eyes different arms and different locations and stuff so I can turn around and say right if I just need to put a penguin together quickly it's one of those one of those one of those one of those and so it's digital. No, 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 no it's no. all on hand drawn. But you know, in my head, I've got the same right. So yeah. if, I, if I need to draw oh, a pen, right. here's an alphabet of, right. of all. So you have your designs yeah. there, yeah. and then you work. You say, all right, I'm going to do this, this one, and then this one. From I say this. It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not done. It's, it's all in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that alphabet of your, of your, like, it'd be like the pen winning, just slightly different colors. You know, I'd love to see it all tabulated. I was at talk by um, Tom Gold, who's an artist for The Guardian and, and a new scientist. Mm-hmm. And he did a book on robots for, for something. Um, and basically, he actually did do three or four pages of, here's a page of nothing but robot heads, here's a page of nothing but robot mm-hmm. bodies, nothing but legs, nothing but arms. So you had 20 heads, 20 bodies, 20 legs. You know. So literally, you could say, right, any combination, there's a new robot. And that was yeah. his way of going, if I've got to create hundreds of robots for this book, this is my way of doing it. Yeah. I can just cure all the yeah. bits and just you know. So in my head, that's how I also do the penguins in right. terms of saying these are all the bits, um, mm. and that's how I can churn through them as quickly. That's great. Mm. And then it's just coming up with stupid jokes and uh, yeah. bad puns all the time. Oh, yeah, because I'm a fan of these like strips as well, and you know, people that are able to do day after day and stuff. Do you have fertile periods where you're able to like produce several more than yeah. one so day, I, I, and you I, kind I, of store them up in a way? I, I go through a sort of two-stage process in terms of how I pre- come up with the ideas. In that, I will I'll create a long list of of, of particular topics, and I'll let them sit for a while. Not least of which, I need that they need to mature and um, yeah. gestate to get through that process of saying how does this joke actually work in practice. Um, and but it's things like that where you're going right. Yeah, what if you're going to do the senses, which is yeah. the one you've got one in front of you? It's a case of that's fine. So you've written that down as going right. I must do something with the senses, but it needs to sit for a while while you can add add to it and let it build up to say here's here's the ideas you know in terms of how we build it out. But what I'll also do at times is say right, come up with a, a core idea and see what the legs come off that. Right. So. I might do something like, in the example I've used elsewhere, is the circus. And say, right, so if I say I'm going to do a wee theme on the circus, I can then say, right, so there's going to be acrobats in it, there's going to be clowns there, there's going to be an elephant, or something like that. And say, right, so these are all the ones that can hang off that central idea of circus and build that up. 
in terms right. of saying here's a, a spider's web of all the different ideas together. Yeah, and it, it, it grows from, from that. Beyond that, it's, so it's as I say, it's just finding exactly you know, find a, finding an idea online to ah, I'm going to keep that and mm -hmm. run with it later. Some of it's just silliness, yeah. or most of it's just silliness. Did it always start as you were you were thinking like strips as opposed to the no? So when I first started them, I was doing them more as single image pieces, so more sort of far side. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, where I was doing other things with that as well, where it was more putting a penguin in any sort of context. So there was like drawing a dollar bill, but with the penguin yeah, rather than the, the whatever president said it should be. Um, and there is about 300 of them up online as well. Right, okay. Uh, some of which have then been remastered into three panel strips in terms of, of how to do it. But have you put them in the in the big book, the treasury? There's some of them, a selected right. number. Because some of them are not very good. Some of them are very <laughs> some of them are very early in the in the process versus I think I remember. Yeah. You know, so yeah, in the treasury there's a there's a, yeah, there's things like the um uh, the opening to the Lion King is in the in the treasury yeah, edition where yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. holding a BB penguin about its head. <laughs> And then it just moved, partially at the insistence of, uh, of people like Bob Turner saying, oh, you really need to move this on to, to something else. And so it moves it on to the three panel piece. Mm -hmm. And then every now and again, I get the, the notion to do what I call a Sunday strip, which is mm -hmm. the, the sort of slightly the, the sort of bigger size ones yeah. like, like that, where it's just trying to, what you've seen the Sunday post. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's you um you did one recently, not long ago, where you were uh, going to change the uh, the penguin character. Oh yeah, what was is that just no? A, that, again, that was just an idea based on something. I can't remember if I'd been watching a program on the eighties or I'd been watching, but the, uh, the whole concept of New Coke, which oh, okay. may or may not be uh, be remembered by everybody. But yeah, so New Coke was introduced in. Mm -hmm. Mid eighties, late nineties, uh, early nineties, yeah, and it was the concept of the fact that this had been introduced, people had hated it, and then there was something to bring it back as to whether we would go ahead with it or not. So I always knew it was never going to last, but it was because you got to sell it as a story of going, oh, no, I've changed everything. And so if you're not read that, it was basically a case of I said, right, I'm going to change the design of the character entirely. And say, here's the new new version of the penguin. This is new penguin for a new era. And so I was using the yeah. words like era, and that's yeah. to be a flipping back to me. And I made the character, the new character, absolutely sickly sweet. Which again, new Coke was big wise, sweet big round nose, yeah, it was much sweeter than me. Yeah. And then it just put that hold to the right. And I, in between this, I was running alternate strips as well, where the older design of the penguin was going. Um, I've been chucked out in one strip, this is outrageous, and sat on a parked bench, very lonely, and all that sort of stuff. Detected to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Not far off it. What, what was really nice, actually, was one, yeah, of the guy, one of the guys in the States that, that follows me, um, who does his own little penguin strip that's completely unconnected. He actually took this on board and actually drew his, in his strip, the penguin turning up for a job interview. Mm. Going and which was a really nice. Oh, I like that. Was yeah, that. yeah, it was, ah, it was completely unexplored. It was one of those that the guy went, and this is, you know, was like, this is amazing, you know. So it was like, oh yeah, we chucked it out. So I then allegedly put it out to the public vote, and 
and uh, people came back and said, no, no, you must go back to the old one. And, and so we did. Uh, so no, it was just that, again, it, I knew what, what the end game always yeah. was, but it was really funny to actually follow people's reaction initially to go, it was what, hilarious. what are you doing? What is, what is the point in this? There was genuine, like, there was, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was genuinely outraged in the <laughs> comments. In the comments, it was just saying at the bottom, like, how, how could you change it? Like, yeah. you're oh, so well known for this, this has gone for so long. Don't fucking change it. Well, I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I have to say, my nine year old girl, she loved the new one. Good. Because you oh. were reading some of them last night with me as well. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I really like that one. It's really cute. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's the one he came. No, no, that's <laughs> the one that's <laughs> very <bad. laughs> Oh, but I really like it. Can you go and tell him tomorrow? He said, yes. yes. <laughs> I will. Sadly, it didn't, didn't last. No, no. <laughs> we, went back, we went back to old pains going quite quickly. And uh, the cynicism uh, continues and returns. Did you have any drop-off? Did anybody actually snow? No. No. Good. No. no. Um, is that not always a worry that you do something like that? It's just like you, 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 you think quite about it. It's just to like ditch the idiots, though, in it, if you can. No, yeah, <laughs> but you, you would do it thinking anyone. like, oh, you know, this will be fun, and somebody genuinely takes it like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, but then it's like anyone that, that does that. I've got a problem with them because mm. it's you know it's Alan's thing. Just yeah. what the fuck he wants with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. There is that. But <laughs> there was actually at least one person really early on in the. T- God, I'm presuming this is just a storyline. Yeah. Um, so I think most people kind of knew that that was going to be the gag. Um, but yeah, if, if somebody wants to leave on that basis, they leave. Whatever. Uh, you do, yeah. It's like. It, it, I don't try to overanalyze what will and won't work as well. I think if you try to, it's, it's the whole thing about it. If yeah, you try you, to study comedy, it's, it, it just dies. Um, I guess you've got the, the added thing as well of like if somebody doesn't like something, wait a couple of minutes and there'll be another one comes along. Yeah, thing, so. well, yeah, we could eat. But, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, and to be fair, one of the reviews I've had in the past is that, is, is, is that machine gun humour piece of when you go through one of the books, it's like, and here's another one, and here's another one, and here's another one. Yeah, that's how I have the fucking come up with it all. Fair play. So, so there's about 1,500 strips up on the, well, just over 1,500 strips up on the line, I said, depending on how you count them. Um, uh, but yeah, have, have you had ideas and then thought, I like this idea, but it doesn't fit with the pen going, and you think, I'll maybe use this for oh, someone else? Um... Yes. Yeah, uh, you've got yeah. a copy of Sculpted there, just to yeah, be like easy. Um, yeah, I think it's... Oh, yeah, there's those, those as well. Yeah, there's as well. I've got, I think, Sculpted's upstairs, actually, by the way. But, yeah. So, no, I have done a couple of other things. Yeah, and yeah. there is... The weird thing for me, a lot of the time, I, I treat the Penguin, I often always refer to it as the PG when I'm, I'm talking about it, and I keep thinking of it as being a PG thing, because mm-hmm. I keep a family friend right. reading it. Yeah. Stuff. Oh. So, every now and again, I do come across ideas where I'm like going... <sighs> This is uh, the pen's going after dark. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if I was going to, you know, if I was going to go down that route, but I've done a couple of kids' books um, mm. where I was trying to do something different, and then there's another book I've done that's called called Sculpted. Sculpted. Mm-hmm. And arguably, this year's October is is a six page comic right. that I've done um, that, that, that brings up something else in terms of that's completely good, different in terms of its approach and setup. Yeah, that's um, is it. Sorry, is this a side thing or is this your main thing now? This is work-wise. Yeah. Well, no, this is entirely a side thing. <laughs> Completely. 
I, could, I mean, I keep accounts for it with regard to what it is, but um, no, this doesn't make any money. So no, I, I, this is I've done bits and bobs like this, though my primary focus is, is yeah. Penguin. Yeah. Yeah, I find it really difficult to move on to writing other things when I try, which is one of the reasons why this year's October has been interesting is being a stream of consciousness going right and the next panel is and the next panel is. Mm -hmm. um, purely because if I can't try to write anything else, right. the first thing I do is penguinize it. Yeah. Okay. And go Your head is in that mode. You know, how do you, all you know, the time? Yeah. It's like how do I make that fit for penguins? How do I make that fit for penguins? And the other thing as well is because I'm so used to compressing and going right, it's got to fit in three panels. Uh -huh, yeah. That if you come up with an idea that's big and expansive, mm -hmm. you kind of go, nah, it doesn't fit in three panels. So yeah. it, 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 it goes to the back of the brain and Yeah, it must be tough to like try and synthesize an idea down into and if that's what you're doing all the time. You know all yes. the time. And as I say, it's quite, to me a lot of it's about creating rhythms. Yeah. Right? yeah. So you've got eight, you've got within the actual comic three panels as well, you've got rhythm anyway, because it's yeah. pitch, swing, hit, in terms of normally mm. how it would go. So if that's what you're used to all the time, you can actually create, in fact, in Big Blue, is that got the Tetris gag in it, which is... Ooh, I think so. You know, where it's got the, you're, you're so used to having the three panels that you need to then flip to times to say, I'm going to break, you know, either break the fourth wall or you, you do something that's that, that's weird. But that that's interesting. So, for example, where I'm doing, you know, what well, I'm going to make them fall uh, out. Yeah, yeah. You're so used to it being one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. I'm going to make them fall out with each other. Therefore, they're going to rip the panel in half and actually become a six-panel strip. But it's all about the fact that they're just not speaking to each other yeah. through, mm -hmm. through the six panels. Yeah. Um, which again, because that's the whole thing about pirate, yeah. making it run for, for a wee while in yeah. terms of what you can then do with that in terms of what's written out about it. But that, <clears throat> that's just about, again, that going, right, create a rhythm. Yeah. I'm going to break the rhythm by, by doing something like that. Mm -hmm. One of my favourite ones were there is the, I did one where it was like, you tell me more about this game you call Tetris. So I did oh, four yeah. panels, but, but L-shaped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So you go, well, yeah, you get it. But that's cool. There was a few cool... Uh, Quirky, and that, that's why it's, like and that's, that. You, I think that whole thing about establishing the rhythm of the three panels means you can then do the other ones, mm -hmm. and they work better because they're on the offbeat rather yeah. than, than, yeah. than being the, the yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's it's just purely yeah. because you're used to three panels mm -hmm. that then suddenly works because in itself, you actually read that outright. Tell me more about this game you call Tetris. That's not a funny line. In any form, shape, or fashion. Slightly amusing that you've got the L-shaped piece, but it's actually even funnier if you're so used to reading three panels. Yeah, you've also got things like the yeah, oh, yeah, that as well. I remember that one where you stepped, they stepped out, didn't they? Yeah. Which again, it's, it's, it, to me, those are just rhythm breaks mm -hmm. because it and they become hopefully more amusing because of that, rather than just being the, yeah, you, exactly what you're used to, therefore it, uh, it flows through. Have you got any other ideas besides the penguin that you've got ruminating that you want to get out onto paper? <laughs> the long and the short of that is no. Well, actually, you know what, the one idea that I had kicking around for ages was that burning candle. Oh, right, so okay. In terms of what I did for October this year, I, I, I started off with a candle and said, right, on each page, I'm going to have this candle burn down a little bit more. Right? That was the only premise I knew that I had. Yeah. In terms of, and I thought, oh, there's a really nice horror story in that or something. I don't know. 
and it was just like so every fourth day on October I drew a candle that was burnt down a little bit further a little bit further um, so that beyond that no beyond it's that. Um, mm -hmm. I've got something I need to do for um, uh, a zine that's been pulled together by Big Gordon Johnson but um, so people don't always follow the prompts the 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 clue that no in what, total, the column no no, no. Oh, oh, right that, right I think that was put in place just because people were going, Shit, what if you are seeing a black yeah. paper, it's like, what, what, what am I supposed to do today? Oh, all right, so if you're faced with that, yeah. you can uh, yeah, you use that as a... Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, right. okay. I think to me the best thing to do with October is to turn around and say, right, what, what tool, or ch choose a tool that's new to you, or a technique, or a, a style that, that's, that's not your normal style, and say, this is my opportunity to, to practice that. Right. So I spent a lot of time with, with the grey pens out and coloured things in from that perspective. Because so I was looking at yours and then looking at the prompts and thinking, I, I can't see where he's got that from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you go it. back to uh, it's either the first one or the... Some maybe were and then others weren't. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck, I don't... It's, it's, it's right. over my it's, head. To me, it's just about getting a drawing out right, every day right. and then trying to... You know, trying to it's because I've never participated in yeah. that. I've only just mm. heard about it this year that I was unaware of the... Um, every year I see, see people doing it. Um, whether it be comics folks or illustrators or anything, and uh, it got to the point that I kept I kept wanting to do it, and every year I kept putting off and putting off and putting off, and then it was yourself constantly just saying like just just do something if you want to do it kind of thing, yeah. and then Claire Spiller as well from Wine and Zine that did the the little hyenas at the top, mm. of she um, I was speaking to her about it, and she was just like just just draw, yeah, just, like, just draw something, draw anything. Yeah, good. And that was my, th that was my theme. Right. It was just draw. Just draw, it was just, yeah. draw, just draw anything. And the first thing I drew was myself. Mm -hmm. But it was because I've been trying, I've been trying to look for a simple character design for so long. That I just went like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to do everything just as basic as possible, and put it down on paper. And uh, it just got more and more details as it was going. Mm -hmm. And it's probably not what I'm going to stick with, but. You know, just doing something, and then it was. It got to the point of like every day. It was like, right, what's been the most present thing throughout the day? Mm -hmm. So like, one I drew a dog, and then the other one I drew Bowie and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Is because I was listening to Bowie. Uh, oh, it right, a really right. dog focused day of like loads of stuff going on. You know, shit like that. Oh right, you do it, Dave. I have done it. In not, not other years, right? Yeah, didn't do it this year. I knew it wasn't about all the time. So. How's it feeling now? Is it feeling good or is it a bit of a drag? I've bought three blank moleskin pads. I want to continue drawing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of inspired me to keep going. That's good. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of sitting thinking, like, what am I going to do tonight? Yeah. What am I going to do? And I've done them each day as well. I've not skipped ahead. I remember when I didn't no. have kids at all. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of blame your kids, man. Oh, I'm not blaming. Because you're lazy. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming them for everything, but I am blaming them for. It's power. not your kids' fault. I do. Um, oh no, it's not their fault. That I'm blaming. It's really one of the techniques you can do though is get yourself an egg timer, and say, timer, yeah. right, the length of time that egg timer takes to to run through, that's what I'm drawing, and what if when that stops, I stop. Some some that way you're like. I listened to somebody today that said like they'd asked them like when do you get time to draw. They said it's not about like when I get time; it's when I make time, or something yeah. like that. And it's like 
actively setting aside some time even in like not a day but even in a week just to do 10 minutes that's right I remember speaking five minutes Nori about this yeah and and uh, I was just saying you know people say oh, I never got time to draw you know and I say to them that's, that's just fucking ridiculous who's got time to draw nobody has got time to fucking draw that's idiotic you know there's <laughs> there's too much stuff going on in life to be sitting drawing so, so you've just got to make yourself do it. You know, he was laughing. You knew what I meant. But yeah, but it's the same with. Um, it's, it's kind of true, yeah. isn't it? It's the same yeah, with. The you time. make the time. It's the same with the. Come on, G. Fucking hell! I didn't realise it. I'm getting the call. Of course, you the man. It's the same with. It's the same with. Yeah, no, but it is right. Exactly what you said. Set yourself a schedule saying, right, I'm going to get a uh, new comic out every day. Then you go, then you'll find the time to do it because that's that's yeah. what I've done. It's because that's part of the interesting challenge with it as well. To me, it's it's been the it has to get done. Well, he did he did hit on it. the point on the main point. What laziness? <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that is a hard <laughs> habit to break. And that, that's but we're all lazy. I, I, I will look at my, my where I'll pencil something. You're right. It needs to be inked, and then you know you're suddenly going. That sat there for a couple of hours now when I've just been watching the telly doing nothing yeah. uh, and I could have just I could have had it done mm. and suddenly I go oh yeah that, uh, that, I need to get in that into the pile of because if I don't do it now then I'm going to start falling behind and then when we yeah. and, and it is like one next day and the next day and the next you know so actually having that premise for me has been a good thing to say it's a daily strip so therefore you have to draw once a day I try to get a week ahead yeah, and yeah. at least a week ahead if I can yeah but um it, it's still you're thinking well even if I'm a week ahead if I don't do tonight's then I'm only six days ahead that's right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah that's what I was wondering about yeah. like how much ahead or whether it, I mean yeah the, stre- the pressure you know, there's, this is it. there's all the ones online I can dip back and go right well this is what you're getting today most people won't remember that that's funny two years you say that because not at the same extent but I, I do a monthly one mm. and I never put one up until I've done the next month's one. Right. I always want two sitting yeah. there and then I put one up. Mm-hmm. Is that belting? Uh, no, the T Bridge. Oh, the T Bridge one. Right. I don't know, I just got into wanting that cushion. Mm. You'll, still you'll do it, you'll do it. Uh-huh. You'll, yeah, but you're involved in it. It's good. It's, it's, you do it. It's your, one of your big fucking passions in life, oh, yeah. isn't it? It's bound to be something that, that you do actively and keep at it. But it's your passion as well. Well, you're sat here, you're sat here. Yeah, no, comics is, but not so much drawing anymore. If you look back on, I think it was day one when I I did Inktober, I I said, I've not not drawn anything in about eight years or something like that. I've not put pen to paper and drawn something. I've maybe done, I've maybe drawn like a character or something on like out of boredom more than anything like just sitting yeah. out listening to somebody and I'm just yeah 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 but, but it's it not enough not actually fo- focused it's ironic that I mentioned it because in this past month it's actually a month I've drawn more than I have in the past 20 years but I've not drawn for myself mm. I've right. been I've been copying stuff <laughs> for my son in his book oh, and okay. he uh, in a nice hardback book that he's got because he's getting into drawing and stuff. Oh, good, yeah. um, so I've been copying stuff out of that Marvel, uh, the the British collection thing, you know, the one oh, that yeah. you like. Yeah. I've been picking ones out of there, like That's the good. Submariner and yeah. uh, things, and then he'll come and colour it in. Up, copy, yeah. um, but it's been nice copying, yeah. uh, 
copying Kirby. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. That's been nice. Yeah. Nice. Trying to get that fucking hand right. I mean, <laughs> Every, every so often on this, you, I don't know if you know or not, somebody mentions Kirby and we'll just lose it. Star Wars, nobody could think Kirby, Alan Moore. That's yeah. kind of this this top is all yeah. appear. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. But suddenly everything's just like white noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of us over each other. <laughs> um, yeah. So there you go. Inktober. Mm. Yeah. It's a good thing to do, isn't it? It's you know, it's been fun. Yeah. It's good. Uh, that's it. It's a bit stretch. To me, it's a bit stretching. You're doing something different, mm. and yes. therefore you you're looking at it from a hard practice kind of idea. Or giving that focus to see. Yeah. It's not like oh, I'm it's about. You need those images, or you need those yeah. images to break the cycle of going. Right, what is going trying to make me things, do yeah. something different, or try mm. something different? Mm. And why not? As you know, Tobar is just saying, you know what, just do it. Because mm. um, I, I tried it one day early on, in the, and I was looking at the prompt, and I just couldn't come up with anything. Thinking, oh I think fuck, I don't have anything. Not even a shit drawing. I didn't even have a shit drawing. A shit drawing comes. I, th I think the problem. No, but it wasn't even shit. shit. It's not even shit. It was kind of fucking not not there. <laughs> I, I, I no. definitely, definitely think the prompts are very distracting because yeah. there's, there's so many. I suppose you lose. You can. You run the risk, like I did, of losing myself in it focus on with it. a yeah. and then hitting a wall. I think when I did it, I just thought, right, I'll do a comic strip every day, no matter what I think that is. Three panels a page, even one panel, and then I would just get up, and then at the end of the day. Well, as I was going around, I would think of something and think, right, that's my comic for today, and then work on it at night. Well, James, so. uh, James Chapman did a pretty good one where he's literally just done like a tiny, tiny little coloured thing with it, the head and underneath, and he's just thought of something dead simple. So like Garded, he's done like the glass in front of cakes in a cake shop. Like sorry, he's sorry. Done, he's done from like the prompts. Yeah, from right, the prompts. Right. But he's just he's just done something really simple from real life. You right. know what I mean? Uh, Stuff like that. So, I what know. was the example you gave there? Sorry? Guarded. Guarded. Yeah. All oh, right. So like, like the glass in front of the cakes in a cake shop. <laughs> nice. Stuff like that, or like nice. I can't. There was another one he'd done. I don't know if I don't know if he did this, but I have a, a thing in my head of like wash, and it's like a small car wash or something like right. that. You know, it's just the wee things like that. Okay. Yeah. Does nobody want a bit of this carrot cake? It's, it's very lovely. Thank you, thank you. That's good. <laughs> yeah, Being healthy, there's no, no need to. Um, but you get tore in. Thanks what? for talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's always God. interesting to see how, yeah. uh, how and why people do things, you know? Yeah. And yeah. you're never running out. <laughs> you know, every day. <laughs> well, well, it's one of the things in my head. It's great. How do I end it? That's the... Oh, so you are... In the back of your mind, could there be an ending, and what would it be? Hmm. If it was to end, or so oh. when it ends, and it will, because you know, because everyone does. Yeah. In the glass. I, I'd the rather region. it had an ending. Okay. Than just stopped happening. Yes. Ooh. Good. And that's you know. And would it be an open ending? To allow, or would it be a no walk into the sunset? I'd, I'd quite happily sell the IP to somebody else if they want to take on a run with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
as you know, they're assets and there have been guest artists and, and if anyone ever wants to put their hand up and be part of it, I have no issue with that. Um, no, I would, <laughs> I'll, I would, I'll email you. Yeah, do that. You will as well. I will, will do it. Yeah, you will. That's just a note. Um, Your email will be on. Oh, I can't. Where do you go? Oh, nice touch. I like the fact that the penguin's on a rocking horse. Flip it if you prefer. Ah, great. A free comic. Cool, man. I'll email you. Yeah, do that. So there's one less day I need to do that week. That's my whole process. Alright. Yeah, you could always have like a Calvin and Hobbes type thing. Yeah, but he kind of just. I know he said this is going to be my last day, and they went off down the hill. How did it finish? You went. They went. They were sleigh riding, and oh. or was it a sleigh or a buggy? I can't remember. If no, it's in the sleigh. sleigh. Yeah, because uh, in the snow. And uh, it was. What was it? It ended. No. Oh right. No, oh, no, I thought good. you meant they had a really bad accident. It was dark. And then it was just a picture of a tree and the mum screaming and that was it. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, no, no, yeah, it was, it was like a little more adventure or something like that. The fat penguin sings, I don't know, it could be the... I don't know, it's, to me it's like, I'd, I'd rather I had an actual ending than yeah. just, I went one day, I've got no idea. And I don't know what that is or when, when that will be, but that... That, okay. That's the hope. But it's, I say I've done it five, five and a half years. Yeah, and there's going to be. So there comes a point where yeah. yeah. Worse than did it for ten. If I get to ten years, I'll be more than happy to call it. You should do it for like ten in one month and just still be your ass. Then then Snoopy turns around and goes, "By the way, yeah, excuse me." That's about it then, eh? Yeah, well, I need to watch my time well done. back over the bridges. Okay. Stuff. Yeah, no worries. Nice to meet you, Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. to meet you, Thank, thank you so on. much to bring no, all the yeah. portfolio and everything, oh, yeah, sharing. That was great. Different. And a few hours with us. We'll, we'll see you at different comics, events yeah. and things, yeah. Well, I'm signing up from the firm line and I'm back at Edinburgh. Well, I'll see you at the firm and I'm there. Yeah, cool. I'll be there. Yeah, usual. Nice. I see we don't get snowed up this year. Oh, when? When is that? They're talking about March. Snow. Oh, right. Weekend. Yeah. What? On March again? No, no. This weekend. Oh, God. You already know that you're going to next month. You know that you're going next March, you mean? Yeah. It's not right, right? Yeah, I'm Tabon with John. Do you know John? You do? What, sorry? Tabon. No, not Tabon. Sorry, they call it. Oh, table. right, okay. Yeah. These toss pots that do these things called tabling. Oh, right, so that's why you're going, right? right. Yeah, that's what you mean. That's why you definitely <laughs> so, know that you're going, right? Yeah. But you're going to, these cones are getting further and further ahead in terms of their pre booking. Okay, uh, Edinburgh as well. You're doing that one? Yeah. Edinburgh. You're there as well? Yeah. Great. See you there as well. Is that. That's like the end of November or something. No, alright, sorry. Yes, yeah. I'm doing that. There's, there's so many. ECAF. The ECAF Part 2. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. The book festival. Yeah, I'll yeah. 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 Yeah, anybody want a bag? Give me a goodie bag or anything. <laughs> Do you know what I'm thinking? Give me a bag for me.
To send us any comments or questions or just to say hello, you can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. We're also available on Instagram and Twitter at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We're available on YouTube, SoundCloud and iTunes. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher aka John Adam. You can find John on Twitter at Joan Edam and you can buy the track Dial Up on Bandcamp. <laughs>